Hi everybody, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today and in this session I'm joined by Jason Byrne, Senior VP of Products and Marketing at NetSapiens. And today we'll be talking about cloud communications, challenges and opportunities in 2020. So welcome Jason, nice to see you. Great, thanks. Thanks for having us Rob. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, Jason, really excited about this session today. Um, but the best place to start would be a quick intro if possible. So could you tell me a little bit about yourself and NetSapiens? Yeah, um, like you mentioned, uh, I run the, the products and marketing team here um, at NetSapiens. We're a, a cloud communications platform provider. Been in business since around 2003, I think it was. We've got over 160 service providers around the globe um, running on our, our platform and that we have, I think at last I checked, it was about two weeks ago, we have 1.3 million users on our platform. So that puts us in the stratosphere, the, the top platform providers around the globe. So uh, hoping to share some insights, you know, from across that service provider community and, and over a million users on our platform. Hopefully we can get some good insights today. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this year's obviously been an interesting year for us all. Uh, so... Uh, especially the industry as well. Um, so just to kick off the, the conversation, set the scene, you know, what's the year been like from your perspective and, and maybe from the service provider's perspective, what's been uh, good about the year so far? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I think the need for a seamless user experience on the mobile, you know, you've heard that term mobile first. Well, that's certainly become more more important. Uh, but I think even what's jumped and leapfrogged that has been video first, right? The, the, I think the the notion of team collaboration and UC environments as two distinct sort of platforms now they've become more you know intertwined. I think uh, that's jumped to the fore with with the likes of Zoom and everybody else that's been out there. So video certainly video first has uh, has jumped to the front, um, and really now it's a case of you know, going forward between UC and, and collaboration, it's going to be a very interesting time to or interesting time to see how this plays out. You know, if you cast your mind back before this, this you know, the COVID uh, pandemic, you know, on-premise PBX ruled the business, ruled the ruled the office, and it dominated the office. And I think it was seventy percent, I believe, was the on-premise PBX equipment uh, market share. Only cloud cloud-based communications around thirty percent. Uh, but it was grown pretty quickly. It was grown at like 15% a year, cloud communications. Um, you know, and that's Apens, we were growing at three times that. So, so we were in a really good position from that standpoint. But now the pandemic hit, you know, overnight the office moved, um, moved home. And that was significant, right? <laughs> Anything like that in a, at the blink of an eye where a, an industry shifts from home to the art, from the office to the home, it's going to have some repercussions. Um, you know, before this this pandemic, excuse me, only five percent of employees I think were working from home a couple of days a week. Now we're at about fifty percent uh, of the the knowledge base workers that are working from home. And I saw some estimates. I think it was Gartner that put out was twenty five percent of the workforce after this whole thing is over are still expected or still uh, planning to work from home. You know, work from uh, uh, you know at least a couple of days a week. So that shift out of the office. To do, you know, um, well, and what that impact will have on the on-premise BBX, you know, it's obvious. It's going to accelerate its demise. It was slowly dying. Uh, the shift to the cloud was moving very quickly. You can imagine this is just greatly accelerating that. So, 
So overnight, that, that market growth, a 15% growth rate for cloud-based platforms, that's double, tripled in the space of two or three, three months, which is uh, you know, unheard of in any industry. And it's really an industry turn. You know that phrase you, you read in any business paper. It's a big industry turn that's going on. And it's a great place for service providers to really put themselves where they can position themselves by offering the services that those remote workers are looking for and in a big way. So it's a great position. Uh, and, it's a, and again, got to take, you make use of those industry turns when they happen. And this is certainly one of those big industry turns. Yeah, I think we're certainly going to remember this one for a long time, aren't we? It's the, probably the biggest change agent for you know, this technology uh, that we've ever seen in our lifetime. So um, yeah. yeah, interesting times. And, and, and do you think you know, the, the nail in the PBX uh, coffin is, is, is finally in there, solid, it's not coming out? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, from a so certainly if the, if the if it was dominating at seventy percent and and you know cloud was growing at fifteen percent, is it the nail in the coffin? Absolutely. I mean, maybe that's not not the right term, but but certainly it is. It is the demise has accelerated extremely yeah. quickly. Um, you know, it's it's. <laughs> I think I've never seen anything like this. Uh, happened so fast to an industry and the on-premise folks and the platforms and the companies who provide those are scrambling and scrambling fast to try and, and, and scoop up some of the, the cloud platforms that are out there. So there's a lot of M&A going on in the industry to try and quickly shift and pivot those on-prem solutions that are out there, uh, such as like Mitel and, uh, and folks like that. Yeah, mm. I definitely do. So lots of opportunity out there at the moment for service providers. Um, what challenges do service providers have in, in, in 2020 and in, in an environment or space like this right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, before you even look at the service providers, let's look at the end users, right? The folks that are driving the service providers business plan. You know, those end users are, are look, I saw on average are using three to four different platforms to, to deliver that. Uh, collaboration and unified communication. So three to four different platforms and all from different vendors, which makes for a pretty poor user experience. You know, so folks are going for, for video collaboration or video conferencing, they're, they're using Zoom. They might use Google Hangouts for the messaging, you know, a different app for collaboration. And a lot of businesses are, are obviously have their own sort of small contact center or inside sales, and they're going to a different platform for that. So that's a very disconnected, poor user experience, I think, for the end users. Um, and there was a great survey, I think it was Nemertes, that put out, that said 85% of employees want a single unified communication and collaboration platform vendor. So a single pane of glass is what the demand is. The over, you know, 85% of the end users are just sick and tired of three and four different applications. So, you know, uh, you know, and competition is not only coming from, from service providers, you know, other service providers, but it's also coming from the folks um, of what they're reselling. If they're reselling Zoom or WebEx, they're going direct. I mean, a lot of those folks, whether it's RingCentral, um, all the different offerings that are out in the market today, if service providers are reselling that, they're also competing with those. So it's tough to hang on to that, um, especially if you're not holding on to your brand. Um, you know, the Zooms of the world whose brand remains in the, in the corner or, you know, the service provider's customer. The, really, the service providers don't own those customers anymore when you're reselling 
a lot of these retail plays that are out there. So really the competition is coming from, obviously the other competitors are service providers, but also the, the collaboration tools themselves. We've sort of short-circuited, I would say, the standard business model or standard go-to-market strategy that's out there. Um, and the other thing I think we've, we've seen is, is, you know, these collaboration platforms very strong on collaboration, but very poor on unified communications. I would say, you know, a basic PBX function at best. Um, so a lot of them are platform providers are looking for that bolt-on unified communications um, features to add as part of that whole um, offering that they bring to the end users. Um, and if it's, you know, when you get down this path of, of reselling other platforms that are out there that are, you're also competing against, it's a never-ending race to the bottom in margin. At some point, you know, the service providers will be squeezed to the point of, you know, it's no longer uh, makes business sense to resell a lot of these applications. And then you just look at the differentiation. How do you differentiate, you know, when you are reselling a lot of the platforms that everyone else is reselling? So I think those are the big things, differentiation, user experience, poor user experience, and the shift away or the demand to, to shift away from three, four disconnected platforms. These have been the biggest challenges I think that the, the service provider community have, have faced, especially in the last four months. I wanted to talk about fierce competition because I think there's a there's some serious competition out there at the moment for service providers. Uh, we've got, as you mentioned, lots of adjacent uh, yeah, vendors coming into the space as well, but um, there's some serious players in, in our space now. Uh, the likes of Microsoft, um, the likes of Zoom, uh, all come with their slightly different uh, plays or, or strategies or go-to-market kind of uh, strategies. But um, what, how does a service provider compete? Do they need to compete uh, with the likes of Microsoft Teams and Zoom? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, and that's probably one of the biggest things that's facing service providers today. Is certainly there's a big play from, like I say, the, the collaboration folks that have been very strong and, and gone direct to market. Um, and you, see, you only have to look at the recent acquisition, I think, by, by Microsoft, uh, who acquired Meta, which we think at NetSapiens, we think is a great play because it's really, we, we see Microsoft really focusing on the wireless more so than the unified communications. So it really does open up a little more, um, a lot more breathing room for folks. I did see recently there was, I think it was 75 million daily active users on Teams. But if you actually look at the UC part of that, it's only in the low single digits, right? So again, marketing um, smoke and mirrors sort of going on, but certainly, um, uh, you know, how do you compete with the folks like this? Um, compete, and I'll also extend that sentence to, to embrace. Um, you know, Service Connect, uh, let's just pick Teams as an example. They've realized pretty quickly that trying to go after this space of, of many, many different, whether it's on-premise or cloud platforms out there, is not as easy as they thought. So what Microsoft has done is they've opened up that direct routing function, um, which enables different platform providers to embrace and work and interwork together with the Microsoft Teams. So you'll have that, you know, if a service provider is going into an account and they're using Microsoft Teams for that, say, collaboration, but it does deliver a poor PBX or unified communications offering. They can now embrace an inner work where you can, the, the end user or the, the employees can continue to work that, use that Teams for their environment, and that call button is now seamlessly integrated with the UC platform. So you get a lot of 
uh, you get the value and rather than trying to go head to head with a lot of folks, especially where Microsoft is dominant in a lot of businesses. And um, if you actually embrace and say, yeah, no problem. We can interwork with, uh, you know, keep your Microsoft team, keep the, the functions that you like using, but from a unified communications, we can offer a lot more value there and integrate seamlessly. So that call button and teams can seamlessly integrate and work out. And then all the traffic goes through your unified, your cloud platform. So I think that's one of the big things. It's not necessarily compete, but more of embrace those types of things. Um, you know, fighting to replace that system probably doesn't resonate uh, with every user. Um, and some folks will have success. Maybe it's on pricing, maybe it's on feature set. Again, um, I think the, the Microsoft and the Zoom very heavy on collab, less around unified communications. Um, the other, I think, thing is having the ability to own your own destiny. Right, and this is one of the biggest things from a business model standpoint. Um, when you do go down the path of reselling all these other other platforms out there, you're in a margin play, you're in a cost plus play. Um, and owning your own business model and taking control of that, it's almost impossible. You're, when it's a cost plus, it's a, it's a race to the bottom and margin, and there's very little differentiation. So purchasing your own platform and on a perceit, uh, you know, on a perceit basis is ludicrous. Um, we've put out a bunch of uh, uh, research uh, around the UC industry itself and the average I think it was late October November of last year we found the average for in the UC industry was for every 25 seats there was only one active call or one active session going on so that's a significant redundant amount of seats that that service providers have purchased and are not using you know so um, you know why are you paying your your vendor for on a per seat basis when you're only actually using one out of 25 if you go into, and it depends on which vertical too. If you look at the hotels or hospitality, it goes up over a hundred to one. So there's a big shift in the industry from a business model standpoint, um, away from paying per seat and moving towards session based. I only want to pay for when there's an active session on my on my system, and that then enables the again gives control back to the service providers, um, where they can you know, um, fashion their own, their own offering, multiple packages that they can offer. Uh, and, and again, try and disrupt um, a lot of um, verticals or a lot of competition and capture that with some, some innovative pricing. So give them control back to the service providers is what they've been screaming for, uh, for a long time, disconnecting their costs away from their, their pricing. And that's a huge play um, that's going on in the industry today. Um, now, the service providers are still going to charge um, by the seat. Don't get me wrong, but they want to disconnect their costs from that, especially if only one out of 25 uh, actually has an active session going on. You know, so you do need to ask your platform provider, do they support that session pricing model? Uh, or do you want to continue to be beholden to that cost plus model? Um, I think the other trend we're seeing is certainly, and it's been very prevalent recently, is, is the collaboration folks go-to-market strategy has been very successful in the freemium, off, starting off with a freemium model. Um, I saw half, there was a, a, a bullet out recently, or half a collaboration um, uh, platform, biggest customers, the biggest customers in collaboration, started off as a freemium customer. So having multiple offerings, you know, good, better, best type of thing, and, and having that intro with a limited feature set is, uh, is some of the things that we're seeing that have really great success in the collaboration. Now unified communications and collaboration, those combined tools are heading down that same path. Um, you know, the platform uh, vendors who have that collaboration built in, you know, 
if you'll just look at the history of unified communications, we've had collaboration in there for a very long, we've had video, we've had messaging, persistent, you know, group chats, all that's been built in. It's just come to the fore now during this pandemic. And really it's, uh, you know, we're trying to see and trying to coach the service providers to focus on having those multiple packages, having that freemium to get people in to try and buy before they buy. It's something that's really resonating with a lot of service providers. So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm, I, I echo that. I'm hearing lots around collaboration in, ser in the service provider space as, as being the next big opportunity. Uh, as we know, we're, we're in the middle of the pandemic as we, as we record this session today. And we are using yep. video what, all day long now. But um, certainly a lot of service providers have you know, often been you know, too voice-centric or has probably been voice-centric for a long time. Uh, how easy is it to get into the video space if you are a service provider? Yeah, good question. So, so certainly um, the best of breed folks, you know, folks who have over a million, million um, subscribers or users on their platforms, they've already built this in. You know, the likes of NetSapiens ourselves, we've had this video collaboration for a long time. We did spend a lot of time in the last year beefing that up. So it ended up being great timing uh, with relation to, to what's going on today. But uh, you, do you can find unified communications platforms, which is really the core of the engine of, of you know, where the future is heading is. And then having that collaboration around there, you do need that strong full UC offering, no matter what the phone is definitely shifting um, from a desk phone. Desk phone will always be there. I did see a, a Gartner thing where the, the, the desk phone usage is dropping, but the usage of all three is increasing. So desktop, mobile phone, and the, the desk phone. And that intersection of all three is just exploding. So it's not going away. Unified communications and, and, the, and you know, the PBX functionality is going to be still core to that. Making sure you have a seamless user experience with a, a collaboration tool and not going to a disconnected platform, that's one of the things where UC shines, right? This UC industry, it really shines from that perspective, is having that single pane of glass from a collaboration, from a messaging from a security standpoint, which, which has been in the industry uh, recently for the collaboration folks, it all, it all um, uh, sort of ends up being a single pane of glass, again, for, um, that, that you know, end users want, and the service providers will then get that ability to differentiate from reselling four different disconnected platforms where they don't even have their brand on it. So finding a unified communications platform that enables you to keep control of your business model enables you to keep control of your brand and not lose uh, ownership of those of those customers or end users is key and, and i think that's where the uc industry really shines and will will help you know sort of uh take a lion's share of this of the collaboration space because it really is joining uc and collaboration you know it's really been forced almost overnight to become one and the collaboration folks are scrambling to get that uc side of things where we've been doing it for such a long time Jason, we, we, I know we could talk about the, uh, the opportunities and uh, the industry for uh, a lot longer, but we'll, get, we'll have to round this up for today. But how can uh, anyone look at uh, NetSapiens? How, how can they get in touch with NetSapiens and explore your technologies uh, further? Yeah, no, good question. So, so certainly you can feel reach out uh, for, for content. We've got a lot of content from podcasts, webinars. Uh, white papers, ebooks, a lot of content, especially around remote working. So go to netsapiens.com, N-E-T-S-A-P-I-E-N-S.com. Uh, 
or reach out to us directly, sales at netsapiens.com. And you can, uh, we'll have, uh, you know, we can get a consultation going, walk you through some of the, uh, the, 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 the benefits that, you know, we offer from that single pane of glass, taking control of the business model. So yes, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to, to, to have a chat with uh, any service providers who are sort of sitting on the fence. Um, glad to, to have a chat with folks. Great. And then thanks to everyone for watching. And if you've enjoyed today's session, please do give us a quick like or a share on social media. Uh, but it's always really appreciated. So thanks for watching.